Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1565. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited to share with you today a very special guest, Dan Carr. He's calling in from Bedford, New Hampshire. Dan Carr is the founder and CEO of ValChoice.com. After being struck by a car while riding a bicycle, Dan, a former Silicon Valley executive, was hit with nearly $100,000 in medical bills that neither his auto nor health insurance company would pay. Well, that experience left Dan determined to change the way consumers buy their auto insurance so that no one else would have to go through what he went through. That's when Dan founded ValChoice, an online service that provides consumer agents and advisors with information on which home and auto insurance companies offer the best value in price, protection, claims handling, and services. We're going to learn a lot more about Dan and ValChoice in a minute. We'll be back after a word from our valued sponsors, that make cars yeah possible. So buckle up and sit tight. When it comes to your vehicles, things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finish of your vehicles, both inside and out, like that bird on the branch up above your car. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft products on my ride since 1975. That's right, since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution for vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, whether your car is inside or outside. Plus, they keep your car cool when it's parked in the sun. Live where it's really sunny all the time? (laughs) Lucky! Covercraft covers and sunscreens are the best. If you've got pets, messy kids, messy in-laws, just plain messy friends, Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. They're easy on, easy off, and they're easy to wash too. And don't forget Covercraft's custom fit floor mats and trunk liners, plus they're very handy seat back organizers. They are must-haves for all your vehicles. Your car, your truck, your van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120, at Covercraft.com, you can get 10% off your Covercraft order. Just go to Covercraft.com, check out all the products they have to protect your vehicles, use the code YEAH120 at checkout, and get that 10% discount. That's Covercraft.com and use YEAH120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. What do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 professional wins, multiple wins at the 24-hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're Kevin Buckler, racer and the Racers Group team owner, you create Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, 
and a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to tell you about Shift. This wine was awarded 93 points by Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It is a balanced and spicy mix of dark blueberries and a cigar aroma. The unique bottle shape features a vintage-inspired metal-gated shifter backed with carbon fiber, and the cork, yeah, the cork is topped with a five-speed shift knob. There's going to be some battles as to who gets to keep the cork when this bottle is done being enjoyed. The Racing Series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiasts in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout, you get a flat shipping rate of $10 on your wine order. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout to get this deal. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, today. Cheers. Hey, Dan, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am absolutely ready. Okay. Well, I figured a guy who works in the insurance world had better be buckled up before we take off on this <laughs> ride. So good answer, my friend. Well, before we jump into all my questions I have for you, first and foremost, tell my listeners one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you. So, yeah, one little thing about me is that I'm completely misunderstood. <laughs> well, all of us men are. There's nothing unique about that, Dan. <laughs> but I don't actually mean just by my wife. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, you know, there's a, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is people think I'm from the insurance world because of what I do, and I'm not. I'm actually from the technology world. But another thing is, my career, and a lot of us are kind of, we're kind of defined by what our career is, right? Mm -hmm. So I was in high tech. I came out of college in physics and math. I went into engineering. And then somehow I worked my way over to sales. I didn't really mean to end up there, but the company I was working for, the CEO wanted me to do that. And then I got lucky and did okay at it. And mm -hmm. so then I got stuck there. Oh, and so okay. my whole career, everybody thought of me as a sales guy. And what I knew was this doesn't feel right to me. I feel like I'm in somebody else's body. Mm. And uh, I finally figured it out after after starting Val Choice and I got to do all kinds of things. I thought, you know what? And deep in my heart, I'm actually an engineer and I love doing the technical work. So most people don't know that about me. You know, it's really interesting. And I know when I did some research on you and looked back into it, one of the things I noted was, yeah, you are a tech guy because when you jumped into Val Choice, you got into the technical aspects of that, of how it works and how people. I've been playing around with your uh, site last night and today of just kind of plugging in my information and seeing what happens and where I go with that. So you, you never know where you might end up back <laughs> in the area that you think you're proficient. Uh, but sometimes, yeah, bosses, CEOs, they see people's talents and they go, eh, let's push this person over there and move them over there. Do you think that some of that skill set you learned being a sales guy has helped you back at Valchoice now? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, this is um, Valchoice is a is a mission oriented business. It's a passion for me, mm -hmm. and so it's not a you know it's a company that we're building slowly, mostly based on me being the, the key person in it. And so, just having a perspective from having been, you know, an, an engineer, a salesperson, a marketing person, a CEO, just that perspective that you get from all different kinds of things lets me look at the data. We look at massive amounts of data on the on the uh, insurance industry and be able to interpret it better because the, there's a lot of different perspectives that come from those varying experiences. 
Well, I guess you can thank that old CEO for that. Uh, it got you a different skill set that now you can carry forward with ValChoice. We're going to learn a little bit more about this because I'm very intrigued about it. You know, insurance is one of those things that I don't know if too many people like it uh, until <laughs> they have to use it. And uh, knock on wood, I've never had an insurance claim. And so I've been pretty lucky. I guess I'm a dream for an insurer. You know, I've been married 35 years and been driving since I was 16. So uh, they love me. You know, I've never caused them any grief. Again, I better knock on some, some wood here. But I want to start by asking you for a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning a little bit here on Cars Yeah. So Dan, grab the wheel. Yeah. So a great one, I think, is Winston Churchill. He had so many great, great statements that he made. And it's success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Yes. The man noted for never, ever, never, ever, ever give up during World War II. How have you incorporated that into your life and your career and your business? I think what I've done best out of those things is never giving up. I have a dogged determination uh, of just continuing forward, and and Valchoice is really a testimonial to that. It's uh, as you know from starting a company, it's not easy. No, and there's um, <laughs> no, you know, there's a lot of times when you wonder, is this really the right way to be spending my days and nights and weekends? Yes. And if you don't keep going, if you don't just plow through, you'd, you'd never find out, right? You have to just have to keep pursuing your dream. Well, boy, isn't that true? And here you are, my 1,565th guest. I started this podcast six years ago and thought, I'll do this for a year and see if I like it. And uh, if you told me I'd been doing this many conversations with people back then, I would have kind of chuckled because I think I'm the only five-day-a-week cars-focused podcaster out there. And I think I know why now, because it's a huge amount of work. But you know what? I get to introduce a lot of inspiring automotive enthusiasts to my listeners and share their successes. So let's dive into ValChoice. I'd like for you to share a lot more with my listeners about the services you offer. And I want to uh, preface this with Dan doesn't sell insurance. So you're not being tricked here into an insurance company. You know, I get those mailers all the time from that company. I won't say their initials, but everyone gets a thousand mails from them every week. And I always kind of feel like some of these companies are hiding a little bit. You start to realize, well, wait, that's an insurance company. What? What are they trying to do here? So tell us all about Val Choice, the story about you getting hit on a bike and then realizing your coverage didn't help you there. It's a fascinating story. I'm sorry that's the way this whole thing had to happen, but I'm glad you're still with us and you're okay. So take us on a deep dive. Yeah, so I was an exec in Silicon Valley at the time, and I used to commute to work on by bike a lot because I was a pretty avid cyclist. Not so much anymore, but I was then. And I, I'm headed into an intersection about 8 o'clock in the morning, and the person coming the other direction decides that if she hits the accelerator hard, she can do a left turn before I get there. And so we're literally staring each other in the oh, eyeballs no. as I'm headed right, in, right into her grill. And um, I was pretty seriously injured. I went from the scene of the accident to Stanford University Trauma Center and was admitted into ICU. And, you know, coming out of there, you only have one thing in mind. It, and it was a tough time. And we, I, I came home as an invalid with a oh, six-week-old baby girl, a two-year-old boy, and a four-year-old daughter. And my oh. wife, man, she she had her hands full. It was, no it was not easy. Yeah. But it was all about recovering physically. That was the only thing on my mind for a long time. 
um, my watch is doing something funny <laughs> I here. I was going to say, so, she, gonna have to, she wants to know about your accident. I think your your Apple Watch just thought you were in an accident there. <laughs> I've had a friend do that with his his watch. He, he got down on the ground too fast, and they called 911. They thought he passed out. So <laughs> that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, well, you needed one of those when that car hit you, I think. I did. Wow. <laughs> no I problems. Did. Well, let's continue on this story so, because, yeah, oh, I can't imagine what you were going through and your wife and your family. Yeah. But when when things really changed was when I started getting letters that I was going to be sent to collections. What? I thought, man, this this has to be a mistake. And so that was initially because the health insurance company wouldn't pay. Oh, so I started geez. calling them and they were kind of pretending like they were helping me and nothing was really going on. It's very hard to tell when you get into these interactions with insurance companies that are stalling you, what's right. really happening. Yes. Because, you know, they're not, they're not really being upfront with you. And so finally it just came out, there was no way they were going to pay. So then it became the auto insurance, the driver that hit me. And what they did is they waited until two years when the California statute of limitations was up before they'd pay out a policy that didn't come close to paying my bills. So then it was on to my underinsured motorist coverage and they fought me for years. And so Gosh, when man. it was, when it was all done, eventually I, ended up, I, I had to pay them. I had no choice or it would have ruined my credit. So in, a, in the end, I eventually had to file a lawsuit. I wasn't going to get my money back unless I did that. But when that was all said and done with, I walked out of our last session. I looked my attorney in the eye and I said, this shouldn't happen to anybody. I'm going to find a way to fix this so it doesn't happen to anybody else. And it was a vow I took very personally, very deeply. I was always committed to that, and I've been at it for seven years now. And um, I think we're going to succeed. Well, yes. And you hear these horror stories and, you know, insurance companies, and we'll pick on them today because that's what this is all about. You know, when they, they preach to you, we're, you know, you're in our good hands, we'll use a, a line or we're here to help you and all that. And when this happens, it's horrific. And I think a lot of people, again, insurance is one of those kind of icky things, like putting a roof on your house or getting your transmission <laughs> fixed or even new tires. Although I like getting new tires, but nobody seems to like that, but maybe me. Uh, is you end up when you spend all this money, but you feel like you're not getting anything. But of course, with insurance, you really don't want to get anything uh, because that means something bad happened in most cases. Uh, what are some of the things that ValChoice does to help protect somebody, let's say in your situation where you thought you were fully covered, you've been you know, spending money on insurance all this time, and then something like this happens and they don't want to have anything to do with you. Of course, they're really eager to collect that premium every month when that bill is sent. And even right now during the pandemic, I'll bet everybody's still finding a way to pay their insurance. I just paid mine plus my property taxes yesterday. So you don't want them to come take your house away. So, uh, yeah. What are some of the ways that you guys help people with this? So the first thing we set out to do was I, I stopped and thought, what is it that I wish I'd known that would have prevented this from happening to me so I can prevent it from happening to others? Mm -hmm. And what that was, the information that was missing was how good are companies about paying claims? You know, the review systems that, that are out there, we've spent enough time looking at this. They just don't work. And so we found a way to get data, high quality data that's actually vetted by the state departments of insurance. And we use this data to create a mathematical model of the industry and overlay every company in the industry, both auto and home, in every state where they do business and grade them on a number of things. One of those things being claims handling. Mm. And it's a 
there's, there's a significant difference is what people see. So we provide all that information for free to consumers. But then we've done moved on and we do other things as well. We also have built price calculators so people can understand how does this insurance get priced. And that gives, that gives the person more control of what they're buying. So now they can understand what's inf- impacting their price, what they can change mm-hmm. that can help them get a better price. And so they, they're in a more knowledgeable position. They're empowered by knowledge to be able to have more uh, informational conversations with their agent or their company or whoever it is. And that can be really beneficial. Plus, just knowing if you're getting a fair price because the, the price dispersion of insurance is huge. Literally, I kid you not, you can take two companies. They can be owned by the same parent company. So just different brand names. Mm-hmm. And one buy the exact same insurance from one company it might be a thousand dollars from the other company it might be five thousand dollars there's no difference yeah and that that shocks people that's just hard to believe but it's true we see it all the time so that the price tools take that away but now we have a third initiative that's one that we're really excited about we've started listing the best five companies in every state on our website and so now people don't have to bother getting the rating report of how good are they at service and claims handling, things like that. They don't have to go through all the price calculators. They can just go see who are the five best. That's where I want to, that's where I want to shop. And we're putting a big initiative behind this five best. We're gradually rolling out the pages because it's, it's about a hundred pages between auto and home insurance across the website. And we're putting marketing campaigns around those as well. Wow. Well, this is fascinating. What are some of the myths about insurance companies, both home, property, cars, that people have been programmed into believing over the years? Well, so I think one myth that's been with us for a long time is that this is really complicated. And sure, it's complicated, but so are cars, right? So mm-hmm. are transmissions. So are, so is everything in our life. But we figure out, you know, we learn about them. We have you know, the people that manufacture them, make them easier to understand. That doesn't really happen in insurance because it isn't, it isn't the same kind of competitive dynamic as other markets because mm-hmm. people are required to buy it. And it's also advantageous to the providers if we don't understand it that well. So we've addressed that myth, so to speak, of it being difficult to understand by building these tools. So transparency tools, a calculator, people can immediately understand, oh, now I understand how my car insurance works. It makes it really simple because it's an interactive tool. So we've tried to address that myth as one thing. But now there's kind of another myth that's taking over that's really detrimental to consumers in general. And that is all the money that's being spent on advertising. If you take just the three largest auto insurance companies in 2019, they spent almost $5 billion on advertising. $5 billion. Yeah, it's incredible. That's a huge amount of money that we're paying in for them to go try and get more customers with. And I did a calculation one time and said, you know, the average, if you take the top 10 companies, the average is about a billion dollars a year in advertising. There were two big companies involved for me. Out of two $1 billion advertising budgets, my claim could have been paid 24,000 times. Yes. (laughs) That's a lot, right? That's a lot. It would have been easier just to reduce the advertising budget by by you know one twenty four thousandth than it would to uh, to fight it for years. But right. um, yeah. what we focus on is quality. In most markets, a lot of people are quality buyers, and I think they are in insurance too. But they don't know it because there's so much emphasis in this five billion dollars that's spent just on three companies. It's more than that in total about price. We'll give you the best price. Come here and you know save this percent. You know it's it's all about price. But price doesn't translate to quality. Price is, in this case, is really translating to 
maybe it's a better price. Maybe it isn't. And a lot of it's going to go to attract other customers. So we try and dispel that myth by talking about the quality of what companies offer. And it doesn't cost more a lot of times. It's, it's in the same ballpark. So it's, um, you know, quality doesn't come free, but it's not expensive. Well, and another myth that I think is out there, but correct me if I'm wrong, is the idea that if you stay with your insurance company for a long time, it means something to them other than uh, an annual premium. And what I mean by that, of course, is they're going to somehow take better care of you. You're more special. They're going to offer you more. You're all these things. But I'm not so sure that's true. So that brings up a broader point that what we've found, we've been doing the analysis for seven years now. What we found is the way companies behave. And by the way, there are a lot of good companies. So I don't mean to just disparage insurance companies. Mm -hmm. What it comes down to is the management team. The management team, how they want to run that company and the culture that they institute, that's what determines how a company behaves. And so there are companies, the company I was with, I'd been with for over 20 years, and they didn't want to have anything to do with me when I had a claim, nothing at all. And you'd been with them for 20 years. Yeah, everything, all my auto, all my everything. Yeah, there was no loyalty at all. There are other companies that do have loyalty. So we've gone through lots of rate filings. We see some companies that even build it into their rate filings. The longer you're with us, the more your price goes down. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not common, but we, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it all comes down to the culture of the company. And nobody knows what the culture of their company is until they get the kind of data that we have. Because mm-hmm. you just can't tell from the outside. You just you can't tell. Even when talking to the people, you'd have to have the data to really figure that out. Absolutely. So when people go to your website, how do they access the services? Is there a cost involved? How do you make your money if you're providing us with all this wonderful information? So first, I'm going to tell you kind of the three ways a consumer can interact with the website, and then I'll come to how we make money. Just going to the homepage of the website, we start near the top talking to the price buyer because most people think they're a price buyer and because that's what they're hearing about in the ads. And so they can go to a calculator. They can figure out if they're getting a fair price. We list on the same page where the calculator is the five best companies in that state. So they have that information right there. And so we want them to start thinking about quality through the process. The next thing that we have is the person that maybe is the quality buyer, but they're not sure what they have today. And and kind of to the point before, most people think they have a relationship with their insurance company because they've had the same agent for a long time and things like that. Unfortunately, that doesn't turn out. It's kind of a one-way relationship. Mm-hmm. So coming to what we have, not what agents are very good, but they typically don't have a lot of uh, say on how a company pays claims, uh, particularly in the large companies. So if, if somebody thinks they might be a quality buyer, they want to understand the quality of the product, that's kind of partway down the page below the calculator. They can click on that and go get free ratings on, on quality. And if they go on down from there, then we have get to the best pages. So just go to the page where you find the best and you can uh, interact with those companies directly. So it's really kind of based on buyer type, how we approach that from a website point of view. In terms of how we get paid, what we're working on doing is getting insurance agents that represent the best companies to use our tools because our tools are also available to agents where they can show companies side by side. They can show different kinds of analysis of companies and it helps them to get the the focus off of price because price should be in the discussion, but it shouldn't always be first. I always say it doesn't matter how cheap your insurance is. 
if they won't pay a claim, you paid too much. Right. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a pretty simple tagline, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, this is fascinating. I'm so excited that I can bring the service to my listeners because I wasn't aware of who you were. I think it's really cool. Let's take a short break. Thank our sponsors, and we're going to be right back. So sit tight. Keep that seatbelt on. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast, with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH. For buy, sell, hold, that's code BSH, and you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right, $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, A Couple's Humorous Journey Through the Confusing World of Finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know. Everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we're back, Dan. You know, I always ask my guests to share a big challenge or a big failure. Obviously, a huge challenge in your life was getting hit by that vehicle and learning what you learned about your insurance company and so forth. Is that really the story you want to tell here, or is there something else you might want to share? You know, that's it. I think that's the biggest challenge in my life. It's been 13 years ago now that it happened, and it's hard to believe how much that one event impacted my entire life. You know, mm-hmm. I shared kind of the short, the weeks after, but even in the years after I tried to go back to my technology job, I had a lot of travel. I remember almost a year and a half later flying into airports and having to get a wheelchair to get to the front door of the airport. And then, you know, then you get there and then you're on your own. What do you do then? It's just, I already didn't care for what I was doing. And then just, this just made it impossible. So Finally, it, it took a while to realize how the whole financial thing was going to play out. I didn't realize all that yet at that time, so I hadn't vowed I was going to do something different. 
So it took a long time to all play out. It was like my world in slow motion. And, and then when I decided this is what I was going to do, oh my gosh, it was life altering. It's just such a big difference from everything before. So that, that's the biggest thing I've, uh, I've dealt with now for 13 years. Well, no doubt. Well, a huge positive takeaway from what you're doing now, Dan, uh, to that fateful day. And I really commend you for taking this forward and finding a solution for others, because I'm sure you're not the only person I've had friends. It's happened in our family where you feel like you're being taken advantage of by an insurance company and you're just going, well, wait, I've been paying you on time my whole life. What's going on? I really appreciate what you've done. Let's talk a little bit about cars and your passion for cars. Is there a story that instigated that pivotal moment in your life when you realized that you're going to be a bit of a car guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to switch up that question a little bit. All right. My, my most memorable car experience was getting hit. Oh gosh. And it, was a, and it was a Toyota Camry. I'll never forget it. And I'll never own one of those. Mm. <laughs> that's my, that's on my never to even drive list. I've always liked cars. I mean, going, going way back to when I got my first, my first car in, in college, uh, it's always been fun. And, uh, unfortunately as a startup, a starving startup founder, it's, uh, my wife gets the nice cars now, and I, I keep driving the old ones. So You're such a good in, guy, Dan. <laughs> in my future, I hope that there are some nice cars again. Yeah, well, I'm sure there will be. Uh, you, you sit tight. Don't worry about that. Uh, that helps with being the misunderstood husband, I think, a little bit. <laughs> At least you can fall back on that one. Uh, was there a car in your life somewhere along the way, a first car for you that had some meaning, even if maybe it wasn't a fancy car? There was. I had a Jeep CJ5 when I was in college, and okay. it was awesome. It was. I grew up in a rural area, so it was kind of fitting for where I was. But we'd take it out. We'd go off road. We had. We did so many fun things. I mean, going. I remember climbing up hills where all you could see was the sky. Right. Yeah. It felt like we we're going straight up. And mm -hmm. you know, when the wheels, front wheels, come off the ground, going over a route or something, it gets pretty scary. Oh, no kidding. And, yeah. yeah <laughs> Don't tell your insurance company what you're out doing. <laughs> yeah. This is a long time ago. <laughs> okay. We're safe. <laughs> you know, getting stuck in the mud and having to winch it out wasn't quite so much fun, but no. part of the experience. So the scariest thing that ever happened with that particular vehicle was I was going skiing and I was going a little bit too fast on a snowy road. There was a mountain or a cliff on the left hand, uh, a, a mountain on the left and a cliff on the right. Ooh. And I lost traction. And right in the road, I did two 360s. Oh my gosh. As I'm headed down the road. Fortunately, the Jeep was hugging the cliff, the, the mountainside, mm -hmm. the, going uphill and boun literally bouncing off of it as we were going around and around. And it was, it was terrifying. The amazing thing was. The only thing that got damaged was I had a ski rack on the spare tire on the back and it just got, it looked like it had been molded around that tire. Oh gosh. From, from hitting the cliff. The good news was my skis weren't in it because that would have absolutely ruined my day. Yeah, my I think so. Yeah. Ruined too. yeah. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, off-roading. Yeah. There's all, you can just go to YouTube and see all sorts of incidents there. I had a good friend in high school who had a wonderful Toyota Land Cruiser, and we used to take that thing in the dirt. And I remember one day it was raining really hard, and we came up on this, well, we, it looked like a wash because it didn't rain there very often in Southern California, but water was flowing through. And he goes, you think we can go through there? And I said, I don't, I don't know. It's your car. And uh, he had no idea it was so deep, and we promptly went in nose first, and before we knew it, the inside of the car was filling up with water. And <laughs> we were stuck with a tail end of the car up in the air, and, you know, how do we get out of here? Yeah, uh, off-roading 
learning, you, you got to know what you're doing to be smart. We were yeah. kids, so what, yeah. what do we know? Talk about winching a car out. Well, how about this? This is a bit of an introspective question, Dan. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, not what you want to be, but you were actually manifest as a vehicle, what would you be and why? Uh, I'd be a 50s era Studebaker pickup. And the reason is slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> well, I think you're the first one of those. I've had plenty of pickups, but Studebaker pickup, that's a unique vehicle. Why a Studebaker? Because it's unique? It is. Okay. I, you know what? I, I've always liked them. Yeah. I, yeah, I love them. Yeah, they, they're def they definitely are different. That's for sure. They stand out just like you, Dan. <laughs> nice uh, description there of what Dan would be as a vehicle. All right, we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and get some very quick blips of that Studebaker pickup throttle from you in the way of answers. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Yeah, so this is different than what my wife would say. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say my dogged determination is really what, um, what contributes. She would say if I weren't so darn determined, I'd be much more successful right now. So, <laughs> so we probably differ on that. Well, yeah, that happens between spouses. But uh, yeah, you know, I, this is a trend amongst most of my entrepreneurial guests here on the show is persistence, tenacity, grit, bulldoggedness, some stubbornness, all those combined uh, definitely lead to some sex successes. Did I say, I almost said sex. Some successes, they might lead to that too. Uh, we won't go there though. But uh, that's uh, definitely a trend and something I've seen that helps people be successful. How about if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Henry Ford. Yeah, yeah. Why's that? Well, you know, he faced a lot of what appeared to be insurmountable challenges and he overcame overcame them and did something really impressive. And you know, I feel like we face a lot of similar, you know, different era, different time, different product, but a lot of similar challenges. For example, you know, he to raise money, he had to go to coal dealers because he couldn't get it out of kind of the traditional area area for car manufacturing. And then he had to improve assembly lines to uh, to bring costs down, you know, all kind of a little bit peripheral to to the main challenge of building the Model T. And our challenge, we're here with literally three companies spending $5 billion a year on advertising. How does a little company like this that's trying to get people to buy it based on quality instead of price, how do you get your voice out? It's, uh, you have to think differently. You have to, you have to do things in entirely different ways than anybody would expect in order to be able to rise to the occasion and make that happen. Well, you got to be on a podcast talking to a lot of automotive enthusiasts to get your word out. So there you go. There's one step for you in the right direction for sure. How about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you? What would that be? <laughs> this, this one, this I might not be too popular with the audience on this one, but my mom told me not to buy a Porsche for an everyday car. Oh, oh, your mom <laughs> just broke my heart. I'm a big time Porsche guy. That's my car. Uh, I, I, yeah. I love them too. They're beautiful, but it wasn't a great everyday car. Well, uh, I'll tell you something, Dan. I've driven 911s as everyday cars for, well, decades now and i will say they're a little pricey um that's for sure but they sure do make that commute fun uh when you're going to but yeah as far as in it yeah when we had our first child i'm how do i fit this car seat in the back of this little thing doesn't really fit very well but uh i'm gonna have to call your mom and give her a little talk see what we can do maybe i can <laughs> persuade her that there's another way here to think about 
Porsches, but uh, oh, oh, you broke Don't my Don't get heart. me wrong. They're great cars. I love them. Yeah, I've had good, good success with them. That's for sure over the years. How about a great resource? I think I know what the answer to this is going to be for our listeners as a go-to. It's got to be Val Choice, right? Well, so that's one. I'm going to give another one too. Okay. I wrote a book called Injured Money. It's about my accident and the experience fighting large insurance companies. And it was kind of interesting. I, I never promoted it because as soon as I finished it, I'd figured out what I want to do with Val Choice. And I just dove headlong right into that. Mm -hmm. But somebody sent me a thank you note for the book one time, a guy that had been hit by a drunk driver. And the thank you note was so memorable. He'd, he'd painted it on a piece of paper. It was hand-painted thank you note that said, not only should every driver read Injured Money, but after reading it, he or she should stow a copy in their glove box, I thought. It was unbelievable. It was like, it almost made me cry to get this yeah. hand-painted thank you note. It was amazing. Well, you segued into my next question. I'm so glad you brought that up. I wanted our listeners to know about this book and Injured Money uh, by Dan Carr, K-A-R-R. -R. I'm going to make sure I put a link to that on Dan's show notes page. I'm going to get myself a copy of that. I'm going to send a copy each to my kids, too. Uh, I think it'd be a great for, thing for them being young people. Thank goodness they've not been in accidents, so that, that might happen someday. Some crazy drunk driver might hit them, or who knows, somebody texting when they shouldn't be. Uh, so make sure you check this book out. I'll make a link to it so you can buy it. Easy to get your hands on it through uh, on Amazon, I believe. Is that a good place to send people? Yeah, that's, that's fine, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Title of the book again is Injured Money, the True Story of a Man Who Fought Insurance Companies and Won More Than a Quarter Million Dollars and How You Can Too. So great resource for you. All right, Dan, we're up to the checkered flag here. And this last question could be a bit of a doozy. Here's your chance. No matter what your mom says about Porsches, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not picking on your mom. Not, not with as we're recording this Mother's Day this weekend, so I got to be nice. Uh, but I'm always nice to mom. So uh, I'm going to buy you a collector car, any collector car in the world, something fun, something that ticks a lot of boxes, doesn't have to be a daily driver though so we got around that issue but here's some rules to my game you can't sell it to fund your business or buy a bunch of other toys with you have to drive it i want it to be something that uh, you enjoy but it's the only one cool collector car you can have in your garage so it needs again to tick all the boxes so what can i buy you today dan there's been one car i've wanted for decades now mm-hmm Mercedes-Benz Gullwing. Oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, 300 SL, right? Yep. Yeah, pretty special car. Holy cow, that's going to cost me a fortune. <laughs> I wonder who will insure that. We better huh? take another advertising break. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Nice segue. Well, it's a beautiful car. I've known some people that have had those. I've had the pleasure of riding in them. You know, the one I like, though, is the Roadster version of that car. I just love those as well, but they're both beautiful. So if I buy you this Gullwing... What's what's the right color? I want to make sure I get you the right car. Do you have a preference? Red. Red. Okay. Well, I know a guy up here in the Pacific Northwest that has one. Uh, in fact, that's the first one that I ever sat in and got to spend a day with photographing. Beautiful. It has beautiful tan interior. So uh, I'll give him a call and see if he's ready to let that car go. Probably not. He's had that car for decades, but you never know. There's always a, always a price for everything. We'll get to work on that. Dan, you've taken me on a really interesting and valuable ride today. All the listeners here at Cars, yeah. I think they're all going to be racing to valchoice.com to check out what you have to offer. I know I'm going to spend some more time there, finish some of the things I've been filling out to see where you might take me. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yow listeners. Before I let you drive off into the sunset in that 300 SL going, though, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance? 
Yeah, when uh, I'm going to bring it back to insurance, probably a lot of people are thinking, unfortunately, <laughs> don't forget about quality. It's uh, quality is so important. It's not expensive to get quality. There are a lot of great companies out there. They're not as well known because they don't have big advertising budgets. They're really in the business of insurance, not the business of advertising and marketing. There you go. Well, again, you can discover who these are, how they can help you buy something that is of value versus just price shopping for your insurance. So hopefully that day never comes. You need to use it, but when it does, they're going to be there for you. Again, go to valchoice.com and you'll find everything there. It's a really, really wonderful website and a wonderful service you provided to so many people, Dan. So I appreciate that. Thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Mark, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, I've got something fun for you listeners to enjoy. If you go to YouTube and look for Covercraft Industries, they're doing a series of videos that I'm recording for them called Tips and Tricks with Mark Green. And they're ideas and helpful hints for you for car care and also for using Covercraft products, which I've used for decades and decades. So go to YouTube, go to Covercraft, click on the subscribe button, hit the bell button, and I have a little bit of fun with these. They're real short, two, three, four minutes, nothing more than that. I think you might gain some valuable lessons there. That's YouTube, Covercraft Industries, Tips and Tricks with Mark Green. Enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.